Hello, welcome to the multi-dimensional realm that discusses laws of attraction, comics, combat sports, and more called Black Lions Airspace. I'm your host, Zachary Shadow. You can find me as Black Lion130 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can listen to this show by multiple means, such as Speakers, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Pods, and Anchor FM. Shout out to Anchor because that's where I record most of my episodes. You can find me on social, I mean, not social media. I already said that. You can find me on YouTube as Zachary Shiloh. Please subscribe to my page if you haven't. Let's see, anything else? Nope. That is it. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. As I said, we are all human beings. Human beings make mistakes. Mistakes can be something that you hold on to and don't grow from or mistakes that you can use to get yourself on a better path. I see some of my biggest mistakes or regrets in my mind. I remember certain points in my life I see wishing that I could be redone. If I had the choice to do them again, I would probably have changed what the outcome was. But looking at some things for what they are, I'm happy and grateful that they did happen the way they did. All right, so I'm just going off my own memories right now. I've touched upon this, I think, a few times, but it does fit the topic of the day, which is regrets or mistakes. 2007, I was with my then-girlfriend, Melma. I, I was still trying to get myself more into the uh, live pro-wrestling aspect of my fandom. I was working at the time. I put in for the exact weekend that was a Ring of Honor's uh, Glory by Honor in November. Mel Mel and I, we both wanted to go, especially me. I was, still am, a huge fan of Japanese pro wrestlers. The Japanese, I feel, 
are way better conditioned than Americans, quote unquote, if you want to use that real term. Well, two of my favorite Japanese wrestlers of all time were Mitsuharu Masawa and Kenta. When I heard that they were not only coming to New York, but they were fighting for pro wrestling Noah's world title called the uh, Global Heavyweight Wrestling Championship or GHC, GHC Championship. I was hyped. I wanted to go to that show more than anything else. Something was telling me that it would be like a once in a lifetime deal to see these two. I didn't get my time off. Matter of fact, I believe I even worked that exact day. It still kind of bothers me that within a span of two years, not only did I lose Mel Mel because I pushed her away and plus things I think weren't quite going so well as we were getting ready to end. Uh, Mitsuhara Masawa died. As of this recording, I believe Masawa-san has been departed for 11 years, a month, and over a week, if my memory serves me correctly. When I heard Masawa passed, it hit me hard. It hit me hard because he was the guy who came up through the Japanese ranks and he was the founder of the actual Pro Wrestling Noah promotion. I believe he was exactly the first champion or uh, one of the first few champions that Noah truly had. To know that somebody that you respected died before you even had the chance to meet him wasn't cool. That decision or mistake let a fire under me. I said to myself in that moment, if the Japanese came to American shores, especially here in New York or New Jersey or even Pennsylvania, I was going to try to get out there because life showed me that to take advantage while you can to celebrate life as you 
you are getting ready to die to some degrees or nothing. So I really hauled my ass, especially in the last year, to make sure that I saw Minoru Suzuki live. I saw anybody from New Japan that was really on the G1 Super card on other shows. And I don't regret actually seeing those people live because it was very historical. Yeah, sure, the wrestling community may give Ring of Honor hell for their involvement in G1 Supercard. Even I do, to some degrees or another. But the overall event itself, it never happened in Madison Square Garden before then. Madison Square Garden in the pro wrestling world has always been WWE's territory. Always, as long as I've been alive. To see two promotions that I gave my time to, that I gave some of my life to, break the wall, the fourth wall, if you will, meant a lot to me. And to have my then fiance Earl by my side meant even more because I felt like it wasn't only about my fandom. Earl's fandom was cemented there too. Since then, I haven't been to a live wrestling show except for one. Except for one, and that was for GCW's Bloodsport in the uh, showboat hotel. Now it's been over a year since I last attended a wrestling show live. And I'll touch upon uh, how I feel regarding the current state of the general world in another episode but this is as i said again about my regrets some of things that i really wished i had a do-over but really did my best to deal with all right so masawa off the list Kent, oh, before we wrap that up. Yeah, I would never see Kent alive. I would never see Kent alive at all. The only time that I would see Kenta is in NXT for WWE. Jesus Christ. How they used and abused him. That was horrible. Uh, and under the current circumstances of the, of the world we live in by way of New Japan. That's it. And I would not ever see him live either. All right. Other regrets. 
Oh, okay. I touched upon my friend Arl, my Winnie the Pooh bear Arl. All right, so I would say maybe four years into us being together of those blessed nine unbeknownst to us. Uh, Earl had the opportunity to go to Florida. She spent, I would say, maybe a few days or or in a whole entire week down there. I heard about this and I was kind of skeptic. Earl did invite me. Her friends were open to me, but I felt that uh, this should have been about Earl. This should have been about her getting what she truly wanted. Because she's always talked about how she loves Florida, how she misses being out there and whatnot. I didn't want to uh, harp on it quite so much. Plus, I was looking for work. I think at that point in time, I may have even uh, started a job briefly. A job that would not be quite so long. And would make me feel as if here we are six years later. I was working for, again, when I look back on Earl's trip to Florida, I've even said this to her, I believe, that I wish I went along. I wish I went along with our life. I wish I went a little dark. Because I didn't go with her. And on knowing of the future. I could never say that I left the tri-state area of, uh, of New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. I've always been it. I've always been in the tri-state area. And now with the coronavirus fucking shit up. I don't know when I'm going to get out of here. If the coronavirus wasn't around, I had big plans this year. Yeah, sure, I moved back in with my parents. Sometimes I wish I lived on my own, but the coronavirus has shown me that I'm grateful for my circumstances, some degree to another. But I was going to make it work somehow. 
I was going to go to Virginia to be with Mary Morrissey and some other people this past June. Just last month, I would have been California. I would have been in California for uh, Paramorphicon, which is this uh, Power Rangers or uh, Tokusatsu Comic-Con, where fans such as myself, uh, Adam Perez, uh, and many, many, many others would have been able to meet writers, directors, uh, actors, producers, people who helped make that Power Rangers franchise into what it is today. And I'm still in awe that franchise overall is nearly 30 years old. Give or take another three years, that will be exactly three decades worth of Power Rangers stuff. I'm almost the same age as them. That's funny. Me and the American content of Power Rangers. <laughs> but my regret back to that. Yeah. I wish I went with them. If I had the chance to do it all over again, I would have chosen Arl over trying to quote unquote, make a living for myself to find the income, if you will. I would be sitting here today saying that I've been out of New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, but I'm not. I've never been out of that area. I've never been out this crazy godforsaken country. But you better believe if the opportunities arose and I knew that the job that I have now, right at this moment, no, I'm not working for my local supermarket anymore. I'm working somewhere way better. And I've been learning in almost three weeks more about that place and how to do my job and with more life to it than I did previously. Even though that place gave me a home, it really did show me good could come of it. And I respect people that work at supermarkets, but that wasn't for me. Thank goodness for the opportunity that did arise. Let's see, other regrets. Um, yeah, I could go back to Mel Mel. Uh, I remember in 2008, I had the chance to go to the beach with her and her family. I didn't do so. And it wasn't because 
I was working or anything. I think I just didn't care for the beach. But I love the beach. <laughs> I love being out in nature. I just didn't feel that point. I don't know why. When I look back at it, I wish that I did go. I did go because, like I said time before, the future is unknown. As uh, Natasha Bedingfield would say, the future is unwritten. The rest is still unwritten. Uh, I seriously wish I went with Mama. Because that's how we got back together. We hung out at the beach and we got back together and we stayed together over a year. Over a year. We got engaged. But it sucks how things are. But I'm happy and glad for my own life. Eventually, I'll hit being engaged again. And hopefully, third time will be the charm. Hopefully. Uh, other regrets, other regrets. Um, I would say maybe missing out on Palcon. The big Brooklyn Comic Con that happened in June of maybe 2018 or 19. Yeah, I think both. It's funny that New York Comic Con happens, but yet, um, there's how can I describe it? If New York Comic Con is the show of all shows for the general Comic Con, uh, yeah, Comic Con circuit, I would say that uh, this is kind of like pro wrestling, where WWE is considered as the top company, regardless of what I feel or other people feel is number one. WWE is number one because when you hear the letters WWE, you think of it right away more than a Ring of Honor or New Japan or uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Only certain people like myself know of that, whereas other people like uh, my dear friend Raymond, he mainly knows of WWE. He mainly watches WWE. He's only discovered uh, AEW, I believe it was, like maybe last month. But I progress. All right, so Palcon is this big New York independent version of New York Comic Con. It has no ties to the actual Reed Pop company that makes Comic-Con, 
uh, I believe San Diego Comic-Con and other things on that circuit. Calcon is its own thing. I was blessed that it happened in January of this year, right before shit hit the fan, if you want to go that far. Well, the other times before then, I believe I was working, and unbeknownst to me, at those points, I was unhealthy. <laughs> when I look back at it, I was unhealthy. So in a sense, I regret not going because uh, my friends, uh, Jay Nova and uh, Lily from the Nerdy Life show, they were attendees of that con. Man, but now that I'm looking at it, it's regretful, but I made the right decision not going because uh, PalCon would be the only live con, Comic Con, that I would get to this year. Unbeknownst to me, I thought that. That would be the start of me going to other conventions this year, live in person with a group of friends, maybe a spouse as well. But circumstances of current times arose and government I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there. <clears throat> no. Shift that shit, Zachary Shadow. No. No, I'm not going to go there. All right. With PalCon, that should have been the start of the Zachary Shadow comeback tour on that circuit. But... It is what it is, and here we are. And I'm not complaining. Completely. All right. So after a brief break, I will find more regrets that I have. That's not just me uh, missing out on going to the beach with Mel Mel. Missing Mitsuharu Masawa versus Kenta for the GHC Heavyweight Championship in 2007. And Barrow not going to, or excuse me, me not going to Florida with Barrow and missing out on PowerCon. Be back. Welcome back from break. Funny, I've actually attempted this twice for some odd reason technical difficulties arise well where was i all right so my regrets this year has been not quite a bad year for me 
right before the epidemic, I was blessed with the opportunity to see Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell live at the St. George Theater here in Staten Island. I went alone. I had no date. To be honest, I kind of wasn't looking for at the time. I believe I was just happy to go out on a Friday night, which is rare for me. I just did what I had to do. Then went out, went out to see these two great singers right before the epidemic. Well, during this time of COVID, which sounds like covert to me, don't ask me why. But anyways, uh, I would say that now I wish I went to more concerts. I wish I did more concerts. Why? To hear your your favorite songs or singers live, it's a blessing. It's an honor because life is short to some degrees or another. You don't know when you can die or somebody can go back to the energy state. It truly, as Natasha Benfield would say, is truly unwritten. The rest is still unwritten. Well, looking back at life, it makes me kind of go crazy to know that it's been like maybe 11 years plus now since Michael Jackson died. It's been seven, no, 14 years almost since James Brown died. I got to believe now um, this one always trips me. Because Prince is one of my favorite singers, and uh, Mel Mel can testify to that. I believe Earl can, too. I always get his actual death date confused. That's what I was thinking. He died within the last five years. All right, so Prince has been mortally gone now, I would say, going on five years it's been over four it's going on five uh within a span of a decade three of my favorite singers died i never got to see them live but my parents can say that 
they've seen them live, I believe. Which kind of makes me jealous somewhat. But they were blessed with that opportunity when they when they got to do so. Only God knows what opportunity is online for me. As far as going to concerts again because of COVID, because of the general thing going on with that, which I said earlier, I'll touch upon that uh, later. This is, again, more so about my regrets and wishing I had the chance to see certain people when I had the chance. Uh, one group that I wished now I saw last year when I had the chance was a new edition, all six of them. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, and Johnny. All six of them together as one. I wish I had the chance to see them live when they were together. But because of uh, drama within that group, which has been their curse for many decades, and he splintered off into groups again. It's almost like watching uh, The Temptations. But I think this, this group, New Edition, was uh, my childhood version of The Temptations. My parents and others uh, came from that legit era of the temptations in Motown. I grew up in a realm where uh, the likes of N.E., the Jacksons, and others were already adults. My parents and other people can say that they saw them when they were children, when they were teenagers. Me, I've only known them as adults. And it's a shame that uh, they have their own drama. And it's been documented in documentaries and uh, even their own quote-unquote uh, miniseries. Kind of like the Jacksons, except that uh, these guys, they're not blood relatives. They were from the same area. Well, take away uh, Johnny Gill. But the rest of them, they were all from the same hood. And that doesn't mean that Johnny Gill wasn't from the hood because he felt like he was definitely from the, from the hood. No doubt. And he was hanging out with them. So <laughs> means even more. But I wished I got to see any live last year or whenever they came out here. Uh, I wish I was able to see Coheed and Cambria. One of my favorite groups in music was Coheed and Cambria. I believe a friend of mine from junior high school um, named Cynthia. I think she was the one that actually got me into that group. Either her or I was just 
randomly watching MTV at the time. And that was the end of that. I was blessed with the opportunity to meet Claudio Sanchez at Comic-Con, I would say, uh, last year. Yeah, I remember it. When I was at the shittiest of my health, I actually was able to meet Claudio Sanchez, who is the lead singer of that group. He was there with his wife, Chandra, signing a... Things for fans. Matter of fact, they have their own comic series, if my memory served me correctly. And I went to Comic-Con not knowing that it would be my last live one for the foreseeable future. It would be the last one that I'd attend with. Or by my side. Meaning us together as a couple. She wasn't with me when I met the Sanchez's. She was in Atlantic City. Having her own thing, I believe. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. She actually was staying at a hotel out here in New York. I believe it was uh, on the other side of the island. But either which way, unbeknownst to me at that point in time when I did get to meet Claudio Sanchez and his wife, I had no clue what was happening to me. I had no clue what the future held. And when I look back at it, I wish that when Coheed and Cambria were out here in New York at a Radio City Music Hall, Webster Hall, wherever they were, Arlo and I went. I even wish that if Coheed and Cambria was around in 2006 to 8, I would have gone with Mel Mel because she was a huge uh, Coheed fan. I remember buying her, I think, uh, maybe the, I think the first, somewhere between their first and third albums, for sure. Because J&R Music World was around back then, and I loved going to J&R Music World. That was my home, away from home. But all right. Uh, any other people who were alive, but I missed the chance to see them. Uh, I really don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, Eddie Van Halen comes to mind. Uh, I like Van Halen. Van Halen wasn't quite so bad. Uh, who else that's gone that makes me wish that I could have seen them? Uh, I don't know. But I know that 
there were opportunities to see some people and I never got to see them because I was busy trying to save up for out of state runs or pro wrestling and shit. That's funny to me. Not like ha ha ha, but how I could have done so much. All right, what I say regrets, regrets, regrets. Um, okay, this one. I would say that I didn't take uh, getting my driver's license more serious than I, I should have. One thing to learn about me, ladies and gentlemen, if you really want to sit Zachary Shiloh down, is that I'm a detail-oriented person to some degrees or another. I am very determined to get what I want, to fight for what I want. And a good lot of times, that has got me to where I am now. Me wanting to lose weight, me wanting to maintain what I lost on that weight loss journey to find myself in a better light. That was because I stayed determined. With the whole driving bit, I felt that it was more so pressured onto me than my own wanting. And that wasn't Arl's fault. She didn't push that agenda on me. Other people who I won't name felt the need to dog me about it. When I felt content to some degrees or another, I went along because I wanted to be a good person in their eyes. I pseudo wanted it. But now that COVID hit and I'm no knowing of my health history, I wish that I could have wanted it as bad as those people wanted it. But that's one thing about me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not a doormat for anybody. I may try and appease, but when it comes to Zachary Shiloh being who he wants to be, I don't let anybody truly dictate my pace. Not a government, not a workplace. I'll find means to coexist, but in the end, I'm my own person. Always have been, always will be. And if people don't like it, tough shit. Tough. I'm willing to change where I'm willing to change. 
and that's the way I'm going to be. So love me for me. Love me for me. Um, other regrets. Other regrets. Maybe making certain investments. Certain investments that I feel now I maybe shouldn't have gone along with. Maybe for lack of time or just, uh, how can I say this? Lack of time or somewhat decrease in interest. I look back on this year and I kind of wish I didn't buy certain things, but now that I look at those certain things, they were investments. They actually did help me to some degrees or another. Like I feel that I'm on the biggest vibration that I've ever been on in my life. The flow state is even bigger now than it was when I first got it, I believe, on November 14th last year. Because I was willing to make investments. I was willing to fail. I was willing to just grow as a person. So in a sense, certain things I wish weren't involved in my growth at all, but they had to come. I've always said that I feel that uh, the infinite source or what I call God, mercy, and the universe uh, puts things in my path not to hinder me, but to have me really become something different, something better. So as far as that goes, but I kind of see certain things as I should have never done it because now I'm still having to pay for certain things in hopes of getting it done before my 40s. But I will, I will, because it's not like it's, it really did come at a time that's much needed. I'm grateful that it hit me in my going into mid 30s, then I say in my 20s to 40. Because I wouldn't know how to handle it at 20s. 40s is unknown, it's unwritten. As I said earlier, uh, any more regrets of Zachary Shiloh that I could just spew off right now? 
No, I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> There's other things I want to discuss, but I'll do it in maybe other episodes. So with that said, thank you very much for listening to Black Lions Airspace, which is the multi-dimensional realm that discusses laws of attraction, comics, combat sports, and more. I truly appreciate you flying through the airspace with me and looking through my eyesight. Please take care of yourselves, your friends, and your families. Remember to wear a mask, man. To stay alive, man. I don't like this mask wearing shit either. Let's be honest. Let's be honest, as I have always been. But until a true quote-unquote cure comes along in order to survive in this economy, general economy, world economy, you have to be masked. Know that you're not alone if you truly want to be maskless. I love you all dearly. You are in my thoughts. You are in my prayers. I hope I'm in the same vibration as you. Take care. Bye.